Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ek surgat deus disipentur in imici eius, et fugiancio derunteu ma facia eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Archangeli, defendenos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidiast diaboli est opraesidium. Imperet illideus supplicis de precamur, duque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignos, quia perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute in infernum detrude. Amen. Cor Jesus Sacratissimum, miserere nobis, Mater Dolorosa, ora pro nobis, Beatus Carolus et Domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facem tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, so before I actually get started in, in the topic of today's show, I want to let you know um, that no joke, people have been asking how to support the show. So there are two links in the description that will give you an opportunity. One, to get an ad-free experience by a monthly contribution of a mere dollar. And the other, a one-time donation thing that you can actually jump on, and if you want to, you know, a couple bucks for a cup of coffee or whatever, whatever it is that you feel like donating, each of those links are easy ways to support the show. As you know, I have a day job. I derive my income from my day job. This is a passion project for me, but at the same time, too, I'm also not going to be the type that's going to say, hey, if you want to contribute... I don't want your money. Like, if you want to contribute, it will help. It'll defray some of the costs. Um, I pay for the, you know, I pay for most of the podcasting stuff out of my own pocket. Uh, you know, there's annual fees and all that. And eventually, I do want to try to open up and do some other things. But for a dollar a month, you'll get an ad-free experience, which I know Acast doesn't give me the choice in ads. I was like, hey, I can do some ads and just, you know, I, I literally, I was going to run some ads, you know, just let them run the ads and have that for my, and have that for my little residual income. And wouldn't you know, during June, they got all rainbow. And I ended up actually trying to pull down, I could not go down and pull down all of the ads for June. 
Uh, because the fact is, is that like I pulled the ads from the podcasts I recorded for the month of June. But the fact is, is that I would have actually had to try and go back and try to shut down all of the advertising for all of the episodes. And it, it just became a little bit too much of an ordeal. So the easier way to do it, and I would, and no, I'm not even playing when I say this, I would just donate a dollar during the month of June and then just deal with the petty other stuff as needed. Um, <clears throat> Cause that's really the key moment when they just get way over the top with the craziness. I looked at some of the other advertisers. The other advertisers, I don't actually care one way or the other about. They're not, you know, they're not particular. I mean, it's not Catholic companies, um, <clears throat> but they're also not, you know, complete abominations like what ACAST was doing for the month of June. So for the ad-free experience, a dollar a month, that's it. I don't even know how to pull down the ad. I've been trying to actually deactivate advertising and just go with this. And apparently once you monetize, the first thing they force you into is the, is the advertisements. So like I would, I think I would actually just have to fully demonetize the show. And I don't even, and honestly, I don't even know how to do that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Um, like I said, there's, there's a link in the description of the audio podcast. Um, it's, uh, I think it's plus.acast slash s or uh, plus.acast.com slash s slash radio free catholic or something but the, the one you're looking for the one for the monthly subscription is the one that says plus and then the other one is supporter and if you want to support the show you know with a cup of coffee or whatever you can click on that one and it'll come through and it'll come through so um enough of the shameless quote-unquote grifting the uh Let's go ahead and get on to the main focus of today's show. So, <clears throat> they passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which I think it's kind of cute because we're we're coming to the... I mean, they just spent the time saying, well, inflation's only going to be transitory. We're not really in a recession. And, the, and, what, and what you're seeing is not really what you're seeing. It's actually way more complex than that. And it's actually the opposite of what you perceive. Well, the Inflation Reduction Act actually literally is the opposite of what you're going to perceive. Because what you're going to perceive is you're going to perceive the unleashing of 87,000 new IRS enforcement agents. Which, for the record, just so you understand exactly where this puts us. The United States military has 50,000 combat troops. 50,000 dedicated combat troops. That's 50,000 infantrymen, cavalrymen, artillerymen, combat engineers, like across the services, because there's really only two combat services that fight like that. 50,000. Everybody else, now granted, Marines are a little bit different because every every Marine is a Marine first. They're a warfighter first. And so they're a little bit different, but they're specifically they're, they're specified infantrymen, they're combat people in the Marine Corps are still only about 10% of the Marine Corps. Just like in the, mil in, in the Army, it's only about 10% of the Army. So 50,000 combat troops. All those people who went to Afghanistan and Iraq, and you're like, oh, but there was 150, 200,000. Yes, the vast majority of those people were support troops. Now, doesn't stop them from fighting on the front line, but their job is not warfare. 
the warfare was relegated to 50,000 combat troops. Now, They're getting ready to hire 87,000 IRS agents for enforcement of the tax code. They currently have 100, and, or excuse me, they currently have 78,000. And I think that's why they chose this number because it, it gives, when you take the two numbers together, you come up with 165,000 IRS employees, which number larger than the Marine Corps the active duty Marine Corps. Fun fact, numbers significantly larger than the Border Patrol. Numbers significantly larger than the FBI. Numbers significantly larger than the number of personnel working at the Pentagon. In fact, it numbers more than the number of people who work in the State Department. In fact, if you took the Pentagon, the State Department, the Border Patrol, and the FBI, and you bound them all together, the total number of people working for the Internal Revenue Service will be more. The number of enforcement agents will be double the number of combat troops on the active duty. Now, I don't know if there's 87,000 billionaires who are just gone completely, you know, millionaires and billionaires who've all gone completely rogue and they're cheating on their taxes, but I suspect that's not actually the case because there's only around 800 or 900 billionaires. Surely you would not need 87,000 people to make sure that the uber rich pay their fair share. In point of fact, strangely enough, it's the uber rich that fund the camp, the political campaigns and the lush lifestyles of all of these politicians. So it's very unlikely that these, those 87,000 new IRS agents are gonna be coming after them anytime soon. I mean, I will probably have a heart attack on the day that George Soros goes through a legitimate audit. It'll be followed by a brain aneurysm the day that Bill Gates goes through a legitimate audit. Because it would probably honestly take 87,000 people to fish through all of their financials just to get one of them on some kind of charge. But it should be disconcerting that there are more, that there are already more than double the number of IRS agents than Federal Bureau of Investigation employees. The FBI number's at 33,000. The IRS is already at 78,000. They're about to go to 165,000. That should be disconcerting because they just got an $80 billion plus up, which by the way is more than six times their annual budget, 600% increase in their annual budget for this $80 billion under the supposed Inflation Reduction Act which apparently is supposed to be there to combat both inflation and climate change. What does appear to be the case is that this bill is going to start to micromanage farmers. 
It's going to pay farmers to not grow food. It's going to pay farmer. It's going to force farmers to not use normal fertilizer. By the way, if this sounds familiar, it's because we just went through watching this go down in Holland. We just got done watching this go down in Italy. By the way, last week, week before, Canada just did the same thing. And the Dutch farmers protested, and the Italian farmers protested, and the French farmers are protesting, and all of these farmers all across the world were already protesting because their governments, without any any real debate amongst the people, decided to go ahead and do these things which are going to obliterate the farming industry. And it's meant to obliterate the farming industry. This is designed specifically to force farmers out of business. And the farmers that it doesn't force out of business, they're going to demonize by saying they're the primary cause of climate change and they're going to go after them and point the finger at them for being destructive to the climate and being the cause of the food shortages and and all of those things. A problem that they have created is about to become the reason why farmers are about to be attacked on every level. Now, why do I bring this up? This seems like a very secular sort of topic to come up with, except for the fact that this exact plan of action has been endorsed by the Vatican, most specifically Pope Francis. Which means Pope Francis doesn't like farmers, which you can add them to the list because he already doesn't like traditional Catholics. He doesn't like faithful Catholics. In fact, if you're not a Pachamama worshiping freaking interpretive dancing down the aisles during Holy Mass kind of Catholic, then guess what? You're not in his in-crowd. And according to him, you may as well not be Catholic because you're sinning. You're going backwards. You're, you're a backwardist. Like, that's a freaking word. Well, if that is in fact the case, then yes, I'm a backwardist because forward is off a cliff forward is off a cliff and down into the pits and depths of hell both spiritually physically and materially in ways that are easily measurable now why did i bring these things up why does it sound like this is almost but not quite connected to what i was talking about yesterday well the fact is is i was waiting for the passage of this bill to say clearly that the government has declared war on you. If you're a farmer, the government has declared war on you. If you're in the middle class, the government has declared war on you. You don't honestly think that those IRS agents are going to go audit billionaires, do you? I mean, the same way that we always kind of assume that the FBI were generally the good guys, and all of a sudden... The FBI is trying to frame a president, overthrow the country, cause a coup, force a president out of the White House so they could get some milk-toast, bleach-blonde idiot in place of dyed orange. I would take dyed orange any day. At least there's a color there. Both color in personality and skin tone. It's kind of intense. It's kind of, you know, it's it's a win all the way around. Now, granted, did the orange man have flaws? Obviously, the orange man had flaws. 
But the orange man, apparently, okay, so for those of you who are unaware, orange is actually both the color of justice and treason. In many depictions, Judas is actually depicted in orange robes. So if there's anything in particular that's providential about the orange Superman being the president from 2017 to, 2000, to the beginning of 2021, it would be the fact that we had an opportunity to see God's justice manifest. We got to see it firsthand as soon as you pulled it out of the office. And, when I, and I'm not talking about Trump being God's justice. He was merely, you could say, you know, in the same way that studios have that light that clicks on that says on air, the light itself doesn't do anything. But it does indicate that there is a bit that there are big things happening. Donald Trump did a bunch of stuff, even some stuff in the spiritual world, but he was just the on-air light that let you know that God's hand was moving across the world. That there was something going on, and God was doing it, and now we have a chance to see in stark relief. The way things were, the way things generally should have been, versus the way things these demons wanted. This ultra-woke, super-crazy, psychopathic, narcissistic, gender-dysphoric, mentally deranged people versus something that was a... versus the milk-toast, lazy, lukewarm person. Because make no mistake about it, Donald Trump was very lukewarm. He was very milk toast. If you took Donald Trump, the way he ran in 2016, the way he operated from 2017 to 2020, you kind of got sort of a Bill Clinton, but with business. You know, with somebody who actually knew what to do about the economy. With somebody who actually understood some of the concepts that go into making a business and even a nation function. Was it miraculous? Pfft, no. The miracle, the dark miracle, was the immediate transition between December, or excuse me, January 5th, 2021, and January 6th, 2021. Because January 6th was the polarized day. It was the, it was the day in chrysalis, out of which this demonic globalist horde burst onto the scene. And we've gotten a chance for the last couple of years to see in stark relief good policy and mediocre policy versus overtly, deliberately bad policy. Now, the thing is, these demons are so, these diabolically disoriented people, these narcissistic, dysphoric people are so confused that they actually think that what they're doing is good. Like we've never seen that before. Didn't the Nazis think that the, what they were doing was good? Didn't the communists? Don't you think that Mao thought he was legitimately doing the right thing? I mean, it was a monster and a psychopath, but do you honestly believe that he, Okay, let's back up. Catholicism 101. Your will cannot choose evil. In order to choose something that is objectively evil, it has to find something that is perceivably good. 
okay? So for all of you people who don't think that these people think that they're doing the right thing, they're not doing evil for evil's sake. They're not. These people believe that what they, the evil that they are causing to transpire is good. That's why they're so psychotic about it. That's why they sound like the conquistadors. They sound like the crusaders. Because they honestly believe in their twisted little souls that what they have chosen is the greater good. And that's the thing that you're going to have to get through your head. The reason why many of these people, you have tru- you're having trouble evangelizing, you're having trouble convincing some of these psychopaths of their disorder, it is because you are not going to pull them from what they perceive to be good unless you can show them something that is objectively better. And in most cases, they're not going to be able to reject the thing that they are most attached to in that perceived good that is surrounded by that torrent of wickedness, debauchery, and evil. So we've reached that crystallizing point. This is the decision point. This is, okay, a lot of people use the word crisis in the wrong way. This is the crisis point. The word crisis, in its original sense, is a decision point. It is a point where a decision must be made. So congratulations, dear family. We are at a decision point. And this isn't just a personal decision point. This is now a community decision point. We as Catholics now have to begin to, have to, begin to weigh out what it is that we have to do for the common good. For the good that is objectively good for all. And that is going to cause some serious hand-wringing among those people who are afraid to challenge this. For the people who have grown so accustomed to thinking that enabling is charity. Those people who have decided that quietness is humility when humility is attached to obedience. And in this particular case, obedience to God. We are at that crisis point. We are at that decision point. And we now can no longer afford to delay. What do I mean? This bill is going to, if it's not already signed by the time you hear this, will be signed before this week is out. And when this bill is signed, this bill will begin to go go into effect next month. Let me say that again. It is now the, the, the beginning of the second week of August. This bill will go into effect by the end of next month, the closeout of the fiscal year. So what does that mean? That means you now have a month to prepare and decide. You've been preparing for your family's security. You've been putting aside food, putting money in the bank account, trying to buy gold and silver, trying to make sure that all of your odds and ends are taken care of. Some of you have gone out and bought guns and ammunition. Congratulations, you found out what the market is like when the IRS is in the market for guns and ammunition, the same as you. Let me say that again. A goodly portion of that money has gone to guns and am- is going to guns and ammunition for the IRS tax enforcement agents who are about to be unleashed on the rest of the world. Now, you've got some lead time. 
because you're not just going to hire 87,000 IRS agents in one month. 87,000, by the way, is roughly akin to the recruiting goals for the United States Army alone. So it's going to take six months to a year for them to actually accumulate all of the IRS agents that they're going to need to begin this, this wild-ass enforcement. Pardon my French. But you have a month before this goes into effect. You're going to see you're going to begin to see changes starting this year before the, before this year is over. You're going to begin to see changes in farms, you're going to begin to see changes in food production, you're going to begin to see changes in taxes. Oh hey, by the way, they're spending 700 billion dollars. This is only going to exacerbate inflation in the short term. It may bring it down a little bit, but it is only going to bring it down because the tax burden is about to get truly onerous. Because encapsulated in this bill, part of the reason why nobody wanted this bill to come to pass was because this was not a tax increase on the rich. This was a 300% tax hike on people who make less than $400,000 a year. In total, it's not an income tax hike. So it's not like all of a sudden there's going to be three times the amount of money taken out of your taken out of your paycheck. <clears throat> but in the classical governmental death by a thousand paper cuts, you will begin to see roughly an increase in taxes for you. Those of you who make less than $400,000 a year in the United States, you are going to see the increase in taxes. The people who are going to be hit the hardest by this are without a doubt going to be the farmers. But homeowners, property owners, etc., you're coming next. And the flash to bang for something to pop off in Europe to when it pops off in the United States is, is now between two and six months. Which leads me to the next thing that has come down the pike. The World Economic Forum and the United Nations has decided that they want to do something in order to combat national sovereignty and private property ownership in particular targeting automobiles. I don't know what this is going to play out like, but I do know what it looks like in the end. I don't know what methods they're going to use to get there, but I do know what it looks like on the back side of this. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. On the back side of this, you're going to own nothing. The state will own everything. 
And anything that the state doesn't own, the mega corporations will own, probably in, in part and parcel with the state. Dear family, this is the communist model. It's not, a, it's not the fascist model. The fascist model included the church. And by the church, I mean the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Now, a lot of press back and forth, back and forth in there. Not a lot of the church policies ended up coming to pass with, with Mussolini's fascism. But the fact is, is that, well, actually, what am I talking about? We've got the Catholic church fully on board with this whole, with this whole bit of nonsense. So this is actually the clinical word, the clinical, the clinical, in every sense of the word, adoption of fascism around the world. Church, corporation, state. The church is on board in Pope Francis and the Vatican. The state is on board, obviously, because it gives them more power. And the corporations are on board because it gives them more money. This is the trifecta. This is the end. This is the end state, the end goal, the end fight. And I will tell you, dear family, that awareness is not going to be enough for people's lives to not be destroyed. It's going to take more than just awareness. Most of the people, like, okay, fun fact. Somewhere in the 20 percentile, I think it's the upper 20 percentile, of people believe that the Inflation Reduction Act is actually going to do what they say it's going to do. Not what the bill says, but what the, what, what, but what the title says. There's about 20%-ish, somewhere between 20 and 30% that actually believe that the Inflation Reduction Act is going to actually reduce inflation. However, 65% of the country plus agree with the government passing the Inflation Reduction Act. Most people, the vast 51% of the people do not believe that this is going to have any effect on inflation if it assuming it doesn't make it worse and yet 65% of the people hear the words inflation reduction act and they support it 65% that's what we're up against most people don't believe it's going to work but everybody supports it going to pass what There's a cognitive dissonance at the national level with this concept. There's a cognitive dissonance that is beyond the highest levels of credulity, or excuse me, the lowest levels of credulity. Most people think it's not going to work. Most people still support it. Where? Huh? What does that tell you? What should that tell you? That should tell you that awareness is not enough. Nearly half the country understands that you cannot throw that you cannot trust any individual member nor the entire entity of the Federal Bureau of Investigation any further than you can throw the fattest, tallest, heaviest member of the FBI, and yet most people will still in general support the FBI. Most people don't believe. Most people understand that the DEA and the ATF completely botched, botched at a minimum, deliberately murdered hundreds of people in Waco, Texas. And yet most people still support the existence of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and the Drug Enforcement Agency. 
We have been losing the drug war for 50 years and people still support, in general, in concept, the Drug Enforcement Agency and the DEA has not been held to account for any of its failures over the last 50 years. The politicians have not been held to account for all of the death and destruction and mayhem that they have caused in this country over the last 50 years. Why? Because they've got great PR, they've got great spin, and they've been able to sell the American people on the idea of we've been doing everything we can, but we just can't seem to, this is still a problem and we need your vote so we can keep trying. These people have caused crime in every major city to skyrocket. These people have caused death and destruction and mayhem. These people have literally gone out and shouted out how they love to murder babies. And yet for some reason, we still manage to keep these people on. And the reason for that is, as long as we get to do whatever it is we want, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that the average person, the average man charged with a crime who pleads guilty is actually not guilty. And when I say the average, I actually mean greater than average. 90% of all people charged with a crime plead guilty despite not being guilty of the crime. 90%. Only 1 in 10 plead guilty and are, and are actually guilty. And yet we seem to think that our criminal justice system works. Our criminal justice system is a meat grinder and it was designed to be a meat grinder by the same leftist psychopaths who have been making the little tweaks here and there to the system specifically so that they can manipulate it however they want. We got close to a hundred people who've been sitting in solitary confinement for going on two years. Why? Because they showed up at the Capitol in a very hotly contested election on the day that they were supposed to validate those results. Those results that any moron with three brain cells and just a hint of objectivity could tell was rigged. Overall, one word for the whole kit and caboodle. Some of it, some of it was the offices that were counting, some of it was the machines, some of it was the laws, but overall, by and large, rigged. Dead people voting in one county, 100% participation in nursing homes in another state. Fraudulent ballots in another state. Wrecked laws and, and administrative practices in other states. When you add it all together, you got a rigged election. Death by a thousand paper cuts. Some of those paper cuts deeper than others, by the way rogue secretaries of state. When you add it all up, what you come out with is an election that was rigged and an impossible result. A man who, who quote unquote campaigned from his basement for a year and a half somehow got more votes than any president in history 
and more votes than were cast in more than half of the elections of the United States total for either candidate. And to say nothing of all of the little anomalies here and there, all in all, it was rigged. It was not one thing. It wasn't just voting machines. It wasn't just uh, polling places. It wasn't just. It was all of those things stacked up in the various sort of ways that were needed to make sure that they got the outcome they wanted, which was no more Orange. They needed Agent Orange out of the office. He was drawing entirely too much attention to all of their corruption. Because whether you look at the Donald as a boob, a marketer, a businessman, a schmoozer, a schmuck, the fact is, is he brought a lot of attention to a lot of dirty business all over the government. And in the aftermath, what I've noticed is over the course of these last two years, they have literally moved at a, well, not literally, they have moved at a sprint to try and make sure that they can lock in every single policy that will obliterate the sovereignty and the prosperity of the United States. And for that matter, the property. I made mention of the fact that property ownership is explicitly mentioned in the Ten Commandments. And for property ownership to be explicitly mentioned, thou shalt not covet anything that belongs to thy neighbor. The word belongs to thy neighbor is property. The things that are proper to him or her. And they're moving against property right now, which means, de facto, they're moving against the Ten Commandments. Because you cannot annihilate property forcibly and still be in line with the Ten Commandments. So you have to ask yourself, knowing full well, knowing full well that everything that they're doing is directly against the laws of God, Not just nature and nature's God, although that is to be included, but the laws, the positive and divine law established by the creator of the universe, codified by the king of kings, taught by the king's church. Specifically because the king himself taught it. You have to ask yourself, Are you going to stand for this? How long are you going to lay your head low? And are you seriously going to be stupid enough to wait until you are outnumbered and surrounded on all sides? You personally, you, your family, your community. Are you seriously going to be stupid enough to wait until they've built the structures where all they actually have to do is walk up and say, hello, Mr. Smith, and close the door on you and lock it up? Assuming they're that nice. Because they are walking our country, our people, our nation, our culture, straight to the guillotine. And once they've got our culture in a position to do so, dear family, you will follow. 
And you can choose to be martyred in such a way and to go like lambs to the slaughter. This is an option available to you. But the Vendée and the Cristeros and the Crusaders all mention another way to go. At least some need to be ready to act. Because I'll tell you this right now. If I had an army at my command, if I had a special operations group at my command, a mercenary company, I would solve this problem tonight. And by the end of the week, none of this would be happening. But I don't. My very highly trained battle raccoons are literally only trained to defend the house because they're well fed and anything that encroaches on that will probably get chewed up and eaten. But my battle raccoons are not about to go out and do the things that they would have to be able to do because they are in fact raccoons. They would not be able to do the things that they would have to be able to go out and do as a special forces unit in order to begin to set this thing right. And that means since, there are, since the average person works at a desk job or works at, you know, at a pharmacy or a grocery store or a McDonald's or a warehouse or a maintenance shop or as a carpenter, construction or whatever, is an office administrator of some sort. There is no special forces group that is going to come and save us. Which means we need to move ourselves into a better defensive position. It means that you probably need to be prepared to do some really heinous things. Because I can tell you, everything that they're putting into place, voting is not going to be enough to stop it. Or you can cast your ballots, and I recommend that if you are so inclined to do so. But do not think for a moment that something as important as their agenda is something they're going to let you vote on. Since, I don't know if you're noticing, nobody's really voted on anything yet. This Inflation Reduction Act was the only thing, and they literally slapped a name on it that means exactly the opposite of everything that it's trying to do, just to get it passed. And they managed to buy out Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin to make sure that they got their 50 votes so that, so that the blue-suited lady in the mask, who goes by she, her, and sits at the table, can cast the 51st vote and make sure that this thing passes. And it has passed. So congratulations, dear family. This is coming. 87,000 more IRS enforcement agents. Taxes up the wazoo. Restrictions on agriculture. Restrictions on farming and food production. For climate change. And like I mentioned yesterday, the only real climate that needs to change is the climate of blasphemy, debauchery, and degeneracy. 
That's the climate that needs to change. This people, these people do not believe in God. They do not want God as their sovereign. They do not want to deal with the pain and suffering that comes with actually being a Christian and a Catholic. They don't actually want to be better people. They just want to feel good. And I think in the next show, we might talk about the pharmaceutical industry. But this has basically been enough for this particular episode. This particular episode is brought to you by Government Corruption. For those of you who thought democracy is the best way of all of the options, I point to you, I point you towards Blessed Carl, St. Louis IX, Queen Isabella Catolica, and many other good Catholic monarchs. Many other good Catholic monarchs who actually did the right thing by God and therefore by the people. <clears throat> but I can also point you back to King David, King Solomon. I can point you back to the judges like Gideon. Any system is better than democracy. Democracy is what got Christ crucified. It was democracy that shouted out for Pilate to free Barabbas. It was democracy that let Pilate release Barabbas instead of Christ. That was democracy. That's what democracy looks like. You might occasionally get a bad king. You might get a string of bad kings. And unfortunately, even if we got good kings without a good pope, probably not going to do a whole lot. As I said, this is the 21st century, and, 21st, and, and they have managed to codify fascism, and that's what they're headed towards. They're going to have the whole. They're going to have Holy Mother Church in her human element, her apost, her apostate human element, tied in with their with their. Green New Deal garbage with all the corporatism and statism that that involves. And all of that's going to get tied together into a new fascist state. And I got to tell you, we've reached the point. They have already proven that they don't care about what the laws actually say. They've weaponized the laws. These are not legitimate. They are illicit laws in particular in the eyes of God. Of course, they don't think so because they hate God. They want to overthrow God. They think they killed God. This is the modern age. There's no God. We don't subscribe to crazy superstitions like that, which is why they love worshiping, worshiping Baphomet and Pachamama. They'd much rather the other superstitions, the ones that make them feel good, the ones that, oh man, the army guy in me is about to come out. We're going to backtrack on that. We're going to say something more Catholic and say the superstitions that tickle the ears. I was going to say tickling the rainbow zone. 
Only I was going to be way more explicit about it. But that's what they're looking for. They're not interested in austerity. They're not interested in stoicism. They're not interested in actually being good people. They just want to feel good by any means necessary. Which is why they prey on children. Which is why they attack the family. Which is why they murder babies. They just want to feel good. They don't want to actually fix the environment. They want to feel good about the environment. Which is why they choose the dumbest things. I just saw a picture earlier today of a lithium leach field. Which is the type of those fields where they actually suck out the lithium from the ground. And you look at this thing and it's poisonous yellow and weird blue and weird green and weird shades of just unnatural colors in square tile patches across the earth. Huge, multi-acre size square tile patches. A leech field that if a bird lands anywhere in the field, it will suffer from neurological death within minutes. That's how toxic these areas are. And that is the future they want because they want to do that to get you your Tesla cars. A hundred percent of the time, every screwball idea they come up with is worse than what we were doing before. Is much more harmful than what we were doing before. And a hundred percent of the time, they will choose that because we need to save the planet. We need to worship Mother Earth. We need to go back to dirt worshiping and tree hugging. Bruh, the only tree I want to hug is the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the only tree I want to hug. Because I'm not going to get salvation from some random oak or some random pine tree. But the cross of Christ provides freedom, salvation, glory. You ain't getting that from some lithium leach field in the middle of Canada. You ain't getting that. You're not getting that from some <clears throat> self-fulfilling circle. You guys know what that last word is. In Davos. And you're not getting that from a Zoom call. <clears throat> they are not interested in you. They don't want to save you. They don't want to help you. They want to feel good. And that means accumulating the money and the power and the sex and everything in between. That is a war for resources. And you're the ones who have the resources. You are the resources. Therefore, the war is against you. It's against you, it's against your family. You better man up and figure out what it is that you're gonna do. Because the clock is ticking. You have one month. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.